Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Hey, we are back. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Some of you are probably wondering, where is season four at? Um, well, it's here. It's, it's here. It's just a little bit later than expected. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, welcome. We are so grateful that you are here. If you are a returning listener, thank you for uh, for grace yeah. and patience. And coming back. <laughs> coming back. We told you episode 12 of season three that we would we would be back in two weeks we lied it's been four yeah we didn't lie at the time no we had no clue what was ahead of us no we had some storms coming uh i would say more like hurricanes we'll get there we're gonna get there (laughs) uh our intention and if you've been with us before if you've been with us since the beginning you know that at the end of every season we take two weeks off we come back for the next season and that was the plan yeah Season three wrapped up. We had a great finish to the season. We had a great series that we completed uh, titled It's Not What You Think. That was fun. And then we're like, hey, let's take two weeks off because we do this. Let's, you know, recover, refresh, all of those wonderful things. And and then life hit. Disaster struck. (laughs) Yes. Uh, If you are new to the podcast, we are husband and wife. We will celebrate 22 years in December of of marriage. I was pretty quick with that this time, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. And we are just really, uh, we're just passionate about uh, being a light in the darkness mm-hmm. is really how you narrow it down. If, if, we, if you simplify who we are, we want to be a light in the darkness. And we are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. Uh, Shayla, that's conversations between you and I. We've had a couple guests on in the past. Uh, before we start, before we hit the record button, you said, maybe we'll have guests on this yeah, season. Maybe keep, this season. We keep maybe. saying it. <laughs> uh, nobody wants to say yes to our to our to to be our guest list. That is not true. We've no. had some people say yes. We just have not. Uh, it is busy with schedules. Well, and say so it's life, right? Yeah, it's hard to coordinate uh, other people's schedules with our schedule. Um, but we hope to have some guests this season. And we hope to give you some encouragement along the way in your own story. Mm-hmm. And so we are just here to have conversations around marriage, around family, around sometimes around work, around uh, vacation sometimes, and just real life stuff. Yeah. And just have dialogue between the two of us. And we love engaging with you on social media. So if you have not already liked uh, Anguished Hearts on Instagram or Facebook, be sure to do that. And then we say it every week. Make sure you leave that review for us. It means a lot. Go leave that review, leave that rating, and uh, help us get the word out there. We kind of joked the last few weeks about uh, the last two weeks that we did not get a podcast released that you know there's probably like one person that even cares so <laughs> I don't know Th- that's probably pretty that's that's kind of a negative tone yeah it's just hard but but I think that po- podcasting's that, hard podcasting is hard but I think also that negative um, tone and that negative feeling came out of the storm that, that we're still kind of weathering right I would agree I, I think yeah I you know you I'll just say it. You know, we always talk about being transparent. Does it even matter? Yeah. Like, like th- does it even matter? We're sitting around this microphone and 
and again, this is being, we're being very transparent today, but um, we've been doing the ministry now. Uh, it'll be six years. Is that right? Yeah. In October. Yeah. And there are many, many days that we go, does it even matter? Ministry is hard, guys. It's really hard because it's not our full-time gig. It's Mm-mm. it's how do we fit it in within a full-time job, within kids track going one direction, baseball going the other. We're very, very active in our local church. We spend many, many hours there. Um, it, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, How do you fit in, especially, I guess, in the season that we're in, in Shayla, we have not had a marriage event in a year and a half. And yeah. so we haven't really faced like we haven't been in person with anybody no. since then and it's well, hard we've, we've done uh, mentoring you know via zoom we did, or facetime yeah. we've done that but no no face to no face and so face. it's like does it even matter are we making a difference and so i think that's that's kind of where where i've been at the last couple of weeks like just motivation yeah like do we even have anything valuable to talk about yeah so we have no topic today but it is. I mean, it, I just <laughs> you said. You just cut me off and I said. <laughs> we don't have a topic today. We do. We, we do. Yeah. We're going to talk about kind of what we've been going through the last. Because, yeah. again, you know, we're, we're inviting you into our living room. When life crashes down. When life, I mean, I, I think maybe, I don't want to say the topic is control. But for me, I think about going back um, the, the past four weeks, Brian, and um, realizing that maybe I have more of a control issue than I really realized um and it was because life was slipping between my fingers Mm -hmm. and and I was grasping at life um and and trying to just juggle and you know uh gosh I mean it the, the the last four weeks you know it rocked our world and you know, then coming, it's like, oh man, we need you to do a podcast. I even remember I called you because we'll get to the story here in a little bit, but I called you on the Tuesday we were supposed to release. And I'm like, we got to release a podcast today. And I mean, looking back, it was like, I, I wanted it to be perfect, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. perfect. And I said, no, we don't. And Brian's like, no, we are, <laughs> we are drowning over here. Like we, we, we need to take a few steps back. I think that's when I said, nobody cares anyways. Like nobody <laughs> will even know that we didn't release a podcast. And there's probably a few of you that have thought where, you know, you subscribe and you look forward to Tuesdays and wondered where we have been. Um, so, we, uh, uh, you know. If we do encourage you, send us a message. It does help. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're real people. I we mean, are. we have, I mean, we don't have life figured out. And I think sometimes, um, you know, people will, um, you know, they'll, they'll hear our story, Bray, and they'll, you know, see what we've gone through and like see where we are at now. And people don't realize that we still have storms. People don't realize that it's hard. And yeah, when life, when life is difficult, the last thing you really feel like doing is trying is try to encourage somebody else because you feel like you have nothing to give. Yeah. Can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And, and do we have any value, anything valuable even to say? And that's where, that's where I've been. And, and and so let's get there because people are like, what are you (laughs) talking about? Why are you dragging your feet? Um, we, when we, we stopped, we stopped recording the last podcast. Uh, life was pretty normal. And uh, we had just got back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Right? An amazing vacation. Yeah, we were in Alaska uh, end of June for a marathon and just a wonderful time as a family. It was our first trip. Uh, post. Middle of COVID. Post, I, it, it's not post-COVID because, you know, those masks are coming back. Um, but it was our first trip since. Uh, While de- in a pandemic. Yeah, December of 19. And so we were kind of, things were going well. 
vacation was fun. We got back and we celebrated 4th of July. Yeah, that seems like two years ago. That seemed like a long time ago. Uh, I don't know about you, but in in our neighborhood, 4th of July is a disaster. It's ridiculous. Some of you probably love 4th of July. We hate it. Uh, That's pretty strong. It, It just gets annoying. It's very it's very uh, loud. We hate it. Our whole family hates it. Yeah. Uh, we, we were we were at a at a friend's house for Fourth of July, and I mean, daylight Fourth. I mean, there's just fireworks everywhere. Everywhere. And then by the time it got dark, it was like a a, a war zone. I mean, all four of us we had anxiety. There was fireworks shooting everywhere. Kids were going in the house. Kids were going in the house. I mean, you and I are taking cover from shrapnel hitting us. Hey, a couple I, of the younger kids. Uh, that were at the party, they had umbrellas out. Yeah, I, it was it, bad. Because they were <laughs> getting was, bombarded it was by shrapnel. It was that stupid. Anyways. So we called it an early night. Yeah. And we said, hey, kids, next year we're going to rethink our 4th of July <laughs> plans. And uh, and we love going to people's houses. and, and But once it starts to turn dark, it's just... <laughs> It's dumb. <laughs> it's bad news. So you don't get a lot of sleep those those Fourth of July nights, like the second, third, fourth. And, and then you always have that one idiot that leaves the M80 for at 3 a.m. Like, always. why? Yeah. You know, because when you get up to run at 4.30, I mean, how would that person, like if you dropped on their doorstep... <laughs> An M80. We always talk about that, that we should do that. (laughs) Figure out who's blowing the fireworks off. Kaboom. All right, enough about that. So we had 4th of July party. Uh, Again, things were great. And then um, COVID decided to strike again in our house. And this time it was a little more, uh, I don't know, more more personal. Yeah. Uh, This one was a little little more scary than the last time. And um, here's what I know, Shayla, just going through life. We talked about this a few weeks ago when I got back from a run. Uh, when things come crashing down, they seem to all come crashing down at the same time. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, it's like an avalanche. So he- here, here's here's the crazy thing about running. So I'll, I'll be running at 6 in the morning, nobody out on Saturday morning, it's completely quiet, and then I'll see a car coming from the distance ahead of me, headlights. And then it never fails, a car behind me comes at the same time, and it's like this three-way intersection between the oncoming traffic, the traffic behind me, and me all at the same time. It's like there's no traffic for for half an hour and then two cars come at the same time because you you do you run on the road I run on the road yeah. because it's it's safer it's safer there's you know there's no cracks in the road for the most part it's it's yeah it's it's softer i know it sounds crazy but asphalt on a on a street is softer than concrete on the sidewalk so i do i run on the road quite a bit but these cars will come and and, and it never fails and i'm always like why in the world does does danger strike at the same time mm-hmm. and then it was like oh this is kind of like life and you have a choice when those cars come. You can either hop up on the sidewalk and get out of dangerous way, or you can close your eyes and hope they don't hit you. <laughs> hope for the best. Hope for the best. Um, but that's that's really what it's felt like the last couple of weeks. It's like there's oncoming traffic, and we see the danger coming ahead, but yet there's danger coming behind us, and here we are stuck in the middle of the road. What do we do? Well, and I think for us, it felt like um, uh, a dump truck was coming from both sides, you know, so we had danger in front and back and then... Yeah, they weren't narrow cars. <laughs> they were like big old, big old trucks coming. But two coming from the side as well. I mean, it yeah. just, it felt like life was just, um, just really closing in. Um, the, the, the backstory and the story to, to the COVID is... Um, Man, back in November, you you came down with COVID, yeah, and we've talked about that on the podcast yeah. before. It, it was not it was not good. It was not not pretty. The kids and I did not get COVID, which was crazy. It, yeah, insane. Because, well, we were racking our brain on how you got it in the first place. But um, so it, so, anyways, we we kind of had like our experience with COVID, and 
Um, not that we, we thought we were, you know, good to go, but it's kind of like, okay, well, we, we, we've had it in our household and, um, and, and it, and it was okay. It was hard for you. It was hard for us mm-hmm. because, you know, you had to do isolation in the house by yourself. And, you know, I would throw some food at you, um, down in the basement. Um, and, and it was hard. It was hard to know that you were by yourself, um, and and I think a lot of families have experienced what what we went through in yeah. November. So one or more family members yeah. that, that got it. They they were sick or they you know had high extreme fatigue, but then you know after a week or two they got they got through it. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to um, July. Man, it's the second week of July. You know, where we live here in Kansas City, you know, our mask mandate had been lifted. You know, we were still fairly cautious. We were aware of, you know, our but surroundings. it did feel kind of normal. Kind like of felt you, normal. Just, yeah, we, yeah, you, you went places without a mask. It yeah. was kind of normal, like most of the country. But but still stayed away. Like, you know, if you saw somebody in the aisle, you kind of like, you know, shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake to the other side and kind of gave them the side eye like, you got the vid? What? You know? But, but you know, you're... I think everybody has this virus at the front of their mind, no matter if you're masked or not masked or vaccinated or not vaccinated or whatever it might be, right? I mean, we're all just living in this like coronavirus world. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's July 6th and we pack up the family and we go see my mom and dad in Kansas. And uh, it it was the 6th that I kind of felt like I was getting a sinus infection, which is kind of normal this time of year with the allergies. I had just mowed the yard. The grass was blowing back in my face. I didn't feel bad. I had no fatigue. I had no, you know, I had no signs or symptoms of COVID. Um, so we go and we see my, my mom and dad who are in their seventies and, uh, we have a great week. We shoot off some fireworks in the, the safety of small fireworks, small fireworks, <laughs> um, the safety of, you know, several acres that they live on. And, you know, we just enjoyed some family time and, uh, man, that weekend Addie had a really cool track meet, um, in yeah, Topeka, the, Kansas, yeah, two, the two day track meet, which was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And again, this whole time I, you know, I, I really don't, I, I really never even thought about COVID. No, because uh, here's the thing with you. When you are sick. I'm down. You're down. I'm like, down. It could be a headache, a sore throat. Like you see it in your eyes and your face. You just don't do sick very well. No, I and don't. Not that, not that I'm not saying that's a negative yeah. thing. It's just your body doesn't. Re- when you're, you're I, I can fake it pretty good. Yeah, I can't. You can't. When I you're can't. sick, yeah. you, you definitely can tell. So, and you didn't, I couldn't tell you were sick. No. So we get home from, you know, my parents being with them for four days, being at a track meet and now, you know, coming home, going to church and then Monday morning strikes. And, and again, guys, when, when we have this plan, when we think like, this is how life is going and a curveball is thrown at you and it takes you out, this is where it all started for us. So, um, I had a phone call with my mom on Monday morning and she said, Hey, um, just going to be completely honest. Dad and I are really sick. And I said, well, what's wrong? And she said, you know, high fever, chills, sore throat, body ache, congestion, um, coughing. I mean, every sign and symptom right now for COVID. And, um, I, I said to Brian, I said, gosh, should I go get tested? Because, 
you know, I, I'm the only one in our family at this point that has any signs or symptoms of, of COVID. And I went, and got tested and, and, you know, the doctor said you're positive and, um, talk, just talk about a, a punch to the gut. And, and I remember saying to her, but I'm not even sick. Like I don't even feel bad. And, um, and the only reason I went and got tested was because my parents were sick and you know, I wanted some answers for them. Right. You know, what, what are they up against? Um, so again, it was just a whirlwind of emotion and time. And, um, it was during the process of me getting tested. My dad got tested and he, um, wasn't going to have the test results for about three hours. Um, and I just made the decision or we made the decision right for me to go back to Kansas to be with my parents. Um, and, and I remember leaving, I mean, I, I, my bags weren't even unpacked from, from the trip. Um, so it was easy. I just kind of threw my dirty laundry back into the bag, washed it when I got to my parents and, and I was good to go. Um, but I, I was not prepared, um, physically, but more emotionally for the next 11 days yeah. with my parents and, um, you know, the thought was, Hey, I'm going to go to my parents. I'm going to help them out until they start to turn the corner. I'm going to be away from Bri, you and the kids. So hopefully, you know, you guys aren't getting COVID. Um, and it was in that process. I mean, that was Monday. I went down back down to Kansas and on Wednesday, the kids tested positive and the only signs or symptoms they had was our son, Kaysen, he had a rash, but he had, but it was like a week. Yeah. Uh, Over a week since his rash had appeared. Um, and our daughter, she had what she would say would be a scratchy throat and she's like our strep throat queen. Yeah. And so, you know, we were like, is it strep throat? And she's like, no, it's just kind of a dry scratchy throat. And like she said, you know, like when you sleep with the fan on and you wake up with a sore throat, like we've all done that. Like, oh, you go to bed hot. So you turn the fan on and then you wake up. You're like, oh, why did I do that? Now I got a sore throat. Yeah. That's what she I mean, that's all she felt. I mean, she's still running this whole time. Yeah. I mean, and, and so in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to isolate myself from the rest of the family. Hopefully. You'd already infected them. I had, I had already, well, and pro- possibly you, we don't know. Um, so th- the next 11 days um, were just, for me, emotionally draining. Your uh, world came crashing down. Gosh, I'm going to get emotional just talking about it now. Just the the weight of guilt that i had um because if if i would have known on that tuesday that i mowed the yard and thought that i was dealing with allergies if i knew that that was covid never in a million years would i go to my parents no and and i just i mean i just remember thinking i did this like and I would say the phrase like, I created this mess. I've got to clean up this mess. And I am so thankful for just the friends that rallied around me and spoke truth to me during the time. Because, man, if if you are somebody who's walking around with guilt, find your people and pray. Because I don't, I, I could not have done it without my my 2 a.m. friends. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it was for me being there with my parents was, um, very little sleep, um, and, and caring for them in a, in a capacity that I didn't know what to do. Well, and and I think in a, in a capacity that you never thought about that you'd have to be in. Yeah. Right. I mean, because let's, let's just, let's just pull back the curtains. Like we always say, I mean, we're not getting younger Mm-mm. and when we get older, guess who gets older? The ne- the generation before us. Yep. And so we are reaching a, a, a stage in life where, you know, in, in your mind, it's still your mom and dad. Yeah. Like, Hey, it's still dad that can work 80 hours a week on the <laughs> farm. And you know, you've always said like Mr. Invincible. Yeah. I mean, your dad has been your hero yeah. your whole life and to watch, to watch them both like you said, if you didn't go down there, it would not have been good. It would have not been, yeah. We, I mean, let, we, we probably wouldn't have them both here. Yeah. And they've even admitted that. And for you to, to step into a role of a caretaker when, and, and, and I'll challenge you. I don't, I don't think it was because, you didn't do it because you felt like you had to fix the mess. That was a whole separate emotion for you. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's one that you carry in everything in life. That's not just this situation. I'm a fixer. You are. And, and you, you want to fix it and you want, and, and when you are a part of the formula that causes something, mm-hmm. even if it's very small, well, I'm going to fix it. And I challenge you and the Holy Spirit worked through me and through others in those first day, those first 24 hours <laughs> to say the same thing to you. Yeah. None of us talked together, but we all said the same thing like Shayla this isn't your fault. Yeah. This is the world we live in. Yeah. This guilt that you're feeling, you have to let that go because mom and dad had been to the grocery store. They had been to church. They had been out and about without a mask on. They, I mean, so they were living in a world knowing the risk of going out somewhere. Yeah. As we all have. As we all have. Yeah. Right. They're just a little more compromised than, than somebody who's, you know, younger than them. And, and so you were wearing it very very heavy like it was a weighted vest on your shoulders oh. that somebody just kept putting it more, was a more. millstone <laughs> like tied around your <laughs> right? neck right like. and you were trying to trying to, to grasp for air and, yeah. and you had some great people like you said your 2 a.m friends that that were speaking truth to you and and it was you know it it wasn't really survival mode here it was just we both did what we had to do yeah and it was hard we, that was, that's the longest we've been apart in our 23 years of knowing each other yeah right i yeah. mean we we spent probably well, probably about the same when I went fishing a couple times in Canada, but uh, for the most part, that was the longest we'd been apart for, and I know for sure the longest you've been away from the kids. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and we survived. <laughs> you know, kids kids did okay here. We we did fine. We made our own memories and. And, and I have to I have to say, um, for all of you who have listened to season three about our air fryer um, that I got for Mother's Day. Um, the best text I got from you was the air fryer with frozen pizzas, <laughs> those like individual pizzas in yeah, there. The little and red barons. So there you go. There's, there's the air fryer reference. Oh, like yeah, we I, I knew, I knew I was like, the kids are going to do great. Brian's got the air fryer. I yeah, mean, the air fryer, there's your air fryer update. <laughs> uh, we did use the air fryer a couple of different times. We did learn that, you know, if you don't rotate them, the, the top pizza gets a little more, a little more toasty than the, <laughs> than the bottom one. So the kids got on me a little bit about burning the pizza and you, and we heard all about it when, when you got back, I, yeah. I think I'm still living that down, but, uh, it was very difficult, but like Shayla, like you said there, when, when you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, 
you can't keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were in you were in fixer mode, fix it mode, and you had to with your parents. But at the end of the day, when they were sleeping or when they were settled, the reality came back to you. Yeah, and that was when it was hard for us to have conversations. And I've learned over the years that I can't fix you. I can't fix the. I can. I mean, if there's an issue that I can be involved with, but I couldn't fix this one. No, like there was nothing I could do. And by, by telling you, hey, we miss you, we want you home, the kids are being, I mean, they were not being bad, but if I was like, the kids are a mess, like, that wouldn't have helped you at all. No, it would have added to, added be, because to the, I already you had. You, you wanted to fix it, you yeah. would want to come here. Well, and I already had the guilt, right? You know, I already had the guilt of, um, you know, the, the kids would call me and, you know, mom, are you doing okay? Like, and, and keep in mind, <laughs> for those that are listening, like, I'm still dealing with COVID myself. Y- you know, I- I'm still <laughs> positive and trying to get over this virus as well and and i remember just thinking like i can heal later like i i can get better later i need to get mom and dad better now and you know the kids are like mom are you getting sick are you coughing and and there there was a time that you know it was after zero sleep and we're facetiming with the kids and and you know my picture came on and our daughter addie goes ooh mom you don't look so well and I was like this is the best that I got girl like I have showered and I've brushed my teeth and that is all I have done (laughs) and made sure that my parents were okay and and it was it was in that moment like that I would look at our kids and be like I love you guys but but I know this is where I have to be right now and I know and I remember just telling them over and over again it's not easy on any of us mm-hmm. and you know they were worried about papa and grandma and you know I I remember there was uh <laughs> there was a moment Brian that we were taking my mom to the emergency room and you said hey I want to fa- I want the- I want to FaceTime with with mom and I and I want the kids to be able to see grandma as well. And you know, we we've all heard of those stories. It's like, man, will will I get to see mom again? You yeah. know, the minute she gets admitted. Right. Like what's going to happen next? That was hard. That was hard uh being on this side of it. Um and we've had some of that the last, you know, last few times we've seen them, you know, driving away. Because at some point the la- the last goodbye will be the last goodbye, and and so I know Shayla for you, that was the very that was the emotional piece for you because you know all we've heard of the last year and a half is, is stories of people that go you know go into a hospital, you can't see them, um, and then the outcome not being so positive. Yeah. And so you were, I mean, we were all extreme stress, and 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 here's the thing with the kids, that you know we we. We always say you're going to get little nuggets when you we open the back, pull back the curtains, have conversations between the two of us. But one the one thing that we've never done with our kids is is coddle their emotions, or discount their emotions, or try to hide the reality. I mean, yes, there's been times where you know their nine year old brain, twelve year old brain can't comprehend something, so yeah. we have to keep some things. But we're pretty transparent with them. Yeah. And and when they have emotion, we let them have it. Sure. And then we talk through it. And, and that was kind of the situation here. You know, we weren't hiding anything. Well, hey, you know, Pop and Grandma are not doing well. Um, you know, your mom was admitted to, a hosp- to the hospital for a few days. Um, you took her to the ER a couple times. <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay, I'm taking yeah. mom to the ER again. And it was like, all right. You know, and, and, and we would just gather and pray for you guys. Yeah. And and, and just, you know, the kids would say, Dad, is Grandma going to be okay? And I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. 
right? Is Papa going to be okay? I don't know the answer to that, but, but I do know that we can pray. Yeah. And I do know that mom is there to take care of them. And, and there was a couple times, <laughs> one time you called and they were just bickering back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> and I had to put you on mute. I don't know if you remember that or not, but you're probably like, is, what, where's, why is it so dead here? But I put you on mute. Could you know when somebody puts you on mute? Yeah. Like when it's, I'm like, when I'm like, silent. when I'm yeah. like, Hey, hold on. But like all of a sudden it's just nothing. Yeah. I told them, I was like, listen here, you guys. I said, you are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I said, you have the same name on the back of your jersey. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to that one. But I said, you are on the same team. I said, the last thing your mom needs to know is that you two are not getting along here. Yeah. I go, there are bigger things to worry about right now than you fighting over this stupid game. I think they're playing a <laughs> card game. I mean, I finally <laughs> got them off the off YouTube, right, and <laughs> iPad. Got them on a board game, and they're fighting over the board game. Like, there's something, there's bigger things going on right now than this card game or board I don't even know what they're playing doesn't matter and that kind of opened up their eyes it's like I was just very stern with them like hey listen there's something bigger here yeah don't get so wrapped up in your 12 year old nine year old brain that you forget that pop and grandma may not make it through this and that your mom is doing all that she can and the last thing I need is stress from you and mom needs stress from you and you know what that, that won't come up but it wasn't like threatening them it was yeah. just again the reality of the situation yeah. let's not hide something from them but but share with them and and, and that really did help uh, Shayla, you got me so many things to talk about, but you, uh, numerous times to us and to friends and on Facebook, uh, you made the comment, um, you know, I got a, I'm, I'm fighting this fire with a water pistol, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes we always say, hey, let's kick Satan in the teeth, but you were, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight this battle. Yeah. And, and I think the reality of when we go through trials in this world, we have to understand it is, there is a spiritual battle going on. Mm-hmm. And there are evil forces against us. I mean, it tells us in, in scripture that, you know, there is a, a battle constantly going on. And, and, you know, of course, right now, everybody wants to talk about the political battle with COVID. But, but what if it is a spiritual battle? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it is the enemy trying to break up our families and to break up our community and to break up our, our churches, churches and, and our culture and, our, and just, our, just the world we live in? And, mm-hmm. and we have to take a step back and go, you know what, I'm not going to lose this battle. Yeah because take COVID out of it. I mean, there's something we like, again, we, we all go through stuff all the time, right? Life can be going well. That runs nice and easy. And all of a sudden the car comes from the front, the car comes from the back. <laughs> what are we going to do in that moment? Yeah. And, and you made the decision. I'm going to fight this battle with a water pistol. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't I have think, a fire hose. Here. I think I said, I'm fighting a forest fire. <laughs> like it is out of control, raging. And, and all I could imagine is, you know, those really cheap, cheap ones oh, with the white, little white trigger. Yep. And you're just, you know, and, and, and I was, I mean, I just felt like every day and, and, and I remember, um, I don't even remember what night it was because it, everything was just blurred together, laying in bed, you know, listening to both of my parents cough and not sleep and, um, you know, really be miserable. And I remember thinking, okay, I feel like, I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm losing this battle and I am not, I'm a competitive person. I am not going to lose. Like, and, and, and I remember sitting there going, my water, water pistol right now is, is prayer. Like it may be out of water, but I'm going to just start praying prayers over this house and my mom and my dad. And, and I remember, you know, I, I would just send a text to Brian or, you know, to, to my 2am friends of just pray. Like I, yeah. right now don't need to know the details. Pray. 
Um, and then I would fill them in like, Hey, took, you know, took my mom to the ER. Um, you know, they're keeping her or, you know, for some fluid therapy, um, you know, and updating, but, but I remember thinking, you know, there's that song that says there's another in the fire. Mm-hmm. And that Sunday, so I got there on a Monday and that Sunday it had been a hard week and we were watching church online and that song came on and I lost it because I'm thinking there is another in the fire. I'm, I'm not the only one standing here with a water pistol. I've got my heavenly father Hmm. who knows how it is going to end. I don't. And I remember sitting there going, I have tried the last week to control so much to control the situation, you know, and, you know, if I could control and move back time, you know, to go back to that Tuesday that we went to go see Papa and grandma, I I would have changed everything. And I remember just listening to that song, sobbing on the couch, you know, my mom and dad are watching it with me. Um, I'm the strong one here. Right. And I was like burying my head in a pillow and just listening to the lyrics. Like there is another in the fire. And, you know, I put that on a Facebook post because I was not alone. And even though I felt alone, I, I kind of, (laughs) I kind of told God like, Hey, like I got this, like, this is my mess to clean up. Like, please be there for me, but, but I'm going to clean this up. And I remember just feeling like the, the weight of my shoulders being released of, I can't control the situation and God already knows what's, what the outcome is. And the more I was trying to control the situation, um, the, really the worse I was feeling, right. You know, I was feeling like that forest fire was raging again. Um, so that, that song, I mean, (laughs) and then we, we, on my way home, that song came on and I was just reminded again, like whatever forest fire you are trying to battle in life, right? Maybe it's COVID, maybe it's a job, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's, you know, parenting, maybe it's, you know, whatever it is, like you're not alone in fighting the fire. Shaylin, I love how, you know, music's always played a huge role in our story and in in your journey, your spiritual journey, but we talk about this burden that you, w- that you carried of like bringing COVID to your parents and this burden of, I got to fix it. I got to do this. Well, it, in that song, it says, there's a cross that bears the burden mm-hmm. where another it died for, for me. me. There's another in the fire. And, you know, when we, when we reach that dead end or when we reach that moment, when the cars are coming at the same time, if we just let go and remember there is somebody who already is in the fire Yep. and and you had to reach that point to where God used that song in that moment for you to go, Hey, I'm right here. Yeah. Do you need reminded of what I've done for you? Like I've carried you through fire after fire after fire in the past. And I did it then. And guess what? I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And, and you had people, you know, God sends us people to remind us that, Hey, we're in this together. And, and we always talk about, you can't do life alone. Mm-mm. And you had people with people from Africa test texting you and (laughs) people from Kansas city texting you and, and, and friends from all over texting and sending messages and saying, Hey, what, what can we do for you? How can we pray for you? What will give us an update in, in by you just sharing updates, it gives you courage. Yeah. It it encourages you and gives you courage and, and to keep fighting the fight. Right. We always talk about fighting that good fight and, and it just kept you going. Uh, 
am reminded of a passage that that you live by so much and i'm gonna i'm gonna read it it's uh, romans 12 12 and it says be joyful in hope patient in affliction faithful in prayer hmm. i mean that is has never been more true yeah than that 10 days that you were gone i mean patient in affliction right and but and then it goes on in 13 it says share with the lord's people who are in need practice hospitality hmm. <laughs> i mean can it get any truer than that yeah right the hospitality that you had to show your parents and and it goes back to you know there was a time where they took care of you yep and then they let you go fly you know, <laughs> i kind of grabbed you out of the nest <laughs> they didn't really push you out i kind of <laughs> grabbed you fly fly on your own and then it's it came back full circle to yeah. where here you are they needed you yeah to take care of them and and you joked and dad, if you're listening, I apologize, but you joked and you sent me a message. You're like, dad is like dealing with a, with a <laughs> rebellious teenager, a 75 year old <laughs> rebellious teenager. So dad, if you're listening, you know, you're rebellious, oh. but you were, you were causing Shayla some gray hair. And I don't even think you have gray hair yet, but you were, Not yet. You, it, it was heading that way. But well, and the, the, the whole thing about that, and this is a funny story. So, um, you know, I felt like I got my mom settled. I got her meds. She was resting and, you know, dad was resting and, well, so I thought, and all of a sudden I hear the ranger, which is like an ATV on the farm. I hear the ranger and I put on my slides and I walk outside and my dad, he's got just the biggest smile on his face. And I said, what are you doing? It's in the heat of the day. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. You are, are battling COVID-19 dad. What are you doing? And he said, I've got three I've got three <laughs> trees to plant. And <laughs> my my mind that all I could think was that emoji with like the the mind blown. <laughs> and I, I held my tongue and I'm thinking, "Dad, are you kidding me?" He goes, "Well, I got three trees for Arbor Day." You guys that are listening, these trees are all of maybe 4 inches tall. And I'm like, your dad's never going to see the shade from those trees. Yeah. I'm I don't like, even know if, if our, gra- our, kids our grandkids will, <laughs> will ever see the shade of those trees. So I, you know what guys, I, I didn't scold him. I didn't reprimand him. I, I walked alongside of him. I was like, all right, dad, let's get these trees planted. And then you bet your booty. I scooted him back into the house once we were done. And I'm like, all right, why don't you rest? And, and I remember thinking he tricked me. Like he tricked me. He told me he was going to go rest. And uh, kind of like sounds like some a teenager <laughs> I knew one time that tricked your parents into many different things. Yes. So I my know dad's where, I know, just. <laughs> I know where you get it. <laughs> my dad just but, laughing. But, but how do you quarantine a 75-year-old man with calloused hands? Yeah. Right. Who has leathered skin from just working in the sun for the last 50 years. Of, yeah. You know, it's just he's just been busy. Yeah. And how do you tell someone, hey, you can't do anything for a week? Yeah. Even when your body says you can't. Yeah. His mind still wanted to, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I've said it before, but your dad's the strongest man I know and, you know, kind of stubborn too. So, yeah. Um, I'm glad I you I don't know deal. where I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from that <laughs> tiny little tree. <laughs> yeah. The our free Arbor Day tree. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, thanks for just listening to our story. Um, our, our life the last few weeks. Thank you for patience on, on uh, just grace for this podcast being a little uh, delayed in a couple of weeks, but I've had a lot of stuff going on. And um, I mean, scripture, there's just so many passages one after another, but uh, one that, that I've always held on to 
and, and Shayla, I know you have as well. Um, and again, never been more true than this week, but in John, I'm going to flip over here real quick. In John 16:33, I have told you these things. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble. Hmm. The storm, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Hmm. The storm, you know, other translations say tribulation and there will be a storm. Uh, there will always be a storm. Even when you think there is no storm, it's coming. There's a storm coming. Uh, even when there's no car up ahead that got the clean, clean road ahead, nobody coming up ahead. All of a sudden you see those headlights and guess what? It seems like those headlights come from the back and they just come together at the same time. And you got to make a decision. Do I, do I bail? Uh, do, do I put my head down or do I ask for help? And, uh, you asked for help yep. the last couple of weeks. I'm so grateful that you did um, from me and from friends and from uh, your heavenly father. Yeah. You know, the the one who can give you, give you the strength that you need. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to circle back around for our listeners. Um, my mom and dad are doing okay today. Um, my dad bounced back quicker than my mom. Um, Brian, you had mentioned that mom um, had a few days of a hospital stay Um that was pretty lonely for her. You know, she was in a COVID room. Um, you know, my dad could not be there. Um, we would call often, um, to just check on her and, and she got the care that she needed. And, and that's what, um, is the most important. And, um, you know, she was released from the hospital. And I think for me, when she got released, I'm thinking, is it too soon? Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, oh, it's, three days (laughs) too late, too late, you know, and, um, you know, and she, and she does, she has some home health coming and, and making sure and checking in on her right now. And for that, I'm so very grateful. Um, you know, grateful that the, the healthcare that, um, she received and just the, again, just the people that rallied around my mom and my dad, that don't even know my parents, but they know me or they know you or they know Addie yeah. or they know Kason, um, or they even, you know, know my, my brother and my two sisters. And, um, you know, so, so that's the update. And, you know, guys, <laughs> I, I kind of thought, you know, naively in the back of my mind, like, Hey, we, we've already done this COVID mm-hmm. thing. And, um, you know, and, and it. Wherever you're at in the spectrum of COVID, right? If it's real, if it's fake, I, that I don't care, but this is the experience that I had. And the things I saw in, in my parents, um, you know, it, it, it changed. Mm, I wouldn't cha- I say change. It gave me a different perspective and, and it really made me realize what is important in life and all of those earthly things they don't matter. And, you know, we are called to serve others in whatever capacity that looks like. It might be your parents. It might be your spouse. It might be a coworker. It might be a friend. But, but we are called to serve others. And we, we have to do it with a, a cheerful heart, right? With a heart and a, and a posture of, um, you know, extending love and grace through that. And I just, I just encourage the listener right now that maybe you're going through the storm. You take my 
<laughs> little model of fighting the forest fire with a water pistol. Um, just for that listener, you're not alone, right? Um, Bri, let's put in the the link to that song. Okay. Um, you know, and, and for those of you that are listening that, you know, you're like, man, life is going great. We really don't have any problems. Um, maybe this is going to encourage you to um, be prepared or get prepared, right? Um, you know, if if you don't have, and, and I, I will talk about it until my last breath on earth, everybody needs a 2 a.m. friend. You know, if you don't have a 2 a.m. friend that can encourage you, push you closer to Jesus, pray for you in time of need, drop off a bunk cake at 1030 at night. Um, Bring over <laughs> meals to your husband and kids when you're out of town. When I'm out of town. Yeah. Find those people. Because when we all take our last breath, those are the things that matter. And and it's not the material things of this world. Um, you know, don't get caught up in, in all of that. Like, again, my, my new perspective coming home was, you know, our family model and uh, model motto anyways, is don't miss the moment. Right. Um, we have lived, um, with that motto since we went to Africa mm-hmm. and, Maybe you're a listener right now and you're like, man, I have been missing the moments. Maybe it's with your kids. Maybe it's with your spouse. Maybe it's with your family. Um, I'm just going to just push you and encourage you, challenge you. Don't miss this moment. Whatever that moment is, um, put the junk behind, right? Whatever conflict you might have, set that aside because in, in the big picture of life, conflict is exhausting. Just set it aside. And, and God calls us to serve others and, and to love others. And it may mean you have to love somebody from a distance and that's okay, but we can't harden our heart and callous our heart towards others that may have offended us. Um, so again, just a, a different perspective. Um, you know, I learned that, um, I couldn't control the situation. I learned that there is another in the fire for me, um, and for you, um, and, and no matter what you're going through and just don't miss the moment, you know, and whether it's, you know, somebody who is diagnosed with cancer or COVID or, you know, whatever it might be, like we are not promised tomorrow. And, you know, it, it opened my eyes that, like life is really precious and how are we spending our life? If we're miserable, guess what? Change it, you know, figure it out. Um, we don't have all the answers, Brian. We will say that (laughs) all the time, but if you are finding yourself in a storm that you don't know which way to turn, reach out to us. Um, we love to walk alongside people. Um, and, and no matter what, what season of life you're in and, I just, I know that there has to be one listener today that listens to this story and maybe they don't hear anything about the storm we went through, but it gave them a new perspective of the storm they're going through. So, Amen. Way to go. Way to finish the podcast. I agree with you 100% on that, uh, that great finish. And again, take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. He is in the fire with you to walk you through whatever you are going through. 
grateful that you are part of our community. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. Be sure to come back next week. We release a new episode each Tuesday. We are back with season four. So, uh, so thankful to, um, to do all this with you. Thank you for being part of all of it. Be sure to leave that review, leave that rating, and be sure to share it because Shayla sharing is, is caring. It always has been, always will be. Uh, guys, this week, uh, whatever you're doing as you wrap up your summer, head to the pool one last time with your kids. Maybe you're sn- you're sneaking in that final vacation before mm. school starts. Maybe you're getting school supplies. Ugh, Who knows? Maybe. We, are. we already did. All of those things. Whatever you're doing this week, don't forget to be different. Be different.